Good morning, everybody. This is Judith. I hope you're listening to Mad Love. What's going on, everybody? Uh, happy Tuesday, March the, I think it's the 7th. Yeah, happy birthday, Joanna. I'm not sure if you still check out the podcast, but in case you do, happy birthday. Um, yeah, astrologically, there's something big going on today. So you should look it up. I think it's a new moon in Virgo, full moon in Virgo, something. Something good, so... I expect to have a spectacular day. All right, let's get into it. So, of course, here in St. Louis, there's still all this um, upset because they want to replace one of the black prosecutors. Now, I hope you understand. There's St. Louis City and St. Louis County. St. Louis County has a black prosecutor, and so does St. Louis City. Well, apparently St. Louis City is really struggling, and uh I don't know. This is an accountability job, so I'm not sure why she wanted it if she wasn't going to hold people accountable. From what I understand, she hasn't been a great manager or easy to work for. She only has something like 17 prosecutors. I've heard as low. That's the lowest number I've heard. But for the output, that seems right. 17 seems like the right number for all the problems they've been having. And then only five of them do murders. So that's not a lot of people that's not enough and then she keeps refusing help so I don't know if you take this out of the arena of black and white which a lot of people don't like to do but if you take it out of the arena of black and white it's really just an accountability issue we're trying to find out if the person who's supposed to be holding people accountable is actually capable of doing that and it doesn't seem like she is that's it you can throw all the race stuff on it. One one person, I think it was a state senator, was talking about slavery and change. Like, whatever. Uh, the reality is a lot of people are earning spots in prison. Yes, Missouri has made it easier because guns are so prolific. But come on. You know, uh, I get that that's goofy. But it's also goofy to think that uh, you can just let somebody just shoot people in the street and uh, rob people and assault people and nobody does anything and it's okay and it's all the police's fault the police so a lot of people don't understand how this works and i have a basic rudimentary understanding police can only um arrest you it becomes a case when the prosecutor decides to charge you if the prosecutor doesn't ever charge you it's not a case. It doesn't matter what the police have done. And don't get it twisted. The police get very, very upset about that all the time. They they are very frustrated when prosecutors don't charge all of their cases. And they think all of their cases deserve to be charged. And some of them do and some of them don't. Some of them, uh, police officers, from what I understand, they see crime almost everywhere. Like, that's the crime. Sorry, that's my computer booting up. That's the crime. We see it. Uh, it's right there in front of us. There you go. And they bring it to a prosecutor and a prosecutor looks at it and only sees what they can prove. The burden of proof is on the prosecutor. So a lot of times the cases aren't solid, but a lot of times they are. And if you don't have enough prosecutors to move forward, that's a problem. It's a whole problem. I'm not saying the police are perfect. Judges aren't perfect. But listen, the, the, the fulcrum, the thing that makes it work is the prosecutor. And if you don't understand this process, look it up, Google, learn about it. Take off your racial goggles for a minute and really look at it objectively and see what you can learn. And St. Louis is just obsessed with race. It's 
not really a racial issue because most of the victims of these crimes are also black. Most of these mothers that are crying are also black. Most of the victims' friends and siblings and all the people who are in pain are also black. And it's sad. It's really sad. And I I just wish St. Louis could get out of the 30s and 40s and be a real modern city and understand like, you know, you can keep calling these things progressive, but if it doesn't take you forward, it's not exactly progressive. It's regressive. Hey. So anyway, that's my frustration with that. Chris Rock, did you guys watch? Fantastic. I did not enjoy most of that stand up. It wasn't really funny to me. But the part where he leveled the Will and Jada Pinkett Smith, that was fantastic because it was honest. And you could tell he had been thinking about it and he retaliated the way a stand-up comedian would retaliate. And he blasted them. But he blasted them with facts. You know, it's true. She was having sex with uh, her son's friend who's, what, 20 years old. And she (laughs) trotted Will out. I'm telling you, watch that Red Table talk where they uh, discuss it. I watched it before the slap and I watched it after the slap. And it is so telling his response and he's sitting there looking like his soul is evaporating. And he's like, what did you do, Jada? And she's, you know, and then they ended with, and she goes into her entanglement and all this stuff. And then they ended with bad marriage for life. And it's like, you don't have to stay in a bad toxic relationship. Why, why are you all doing this? And so it's really fascinating. I'll, I used to admire the way they handled their fame, the Smiths. But now I think it might just be some sort of toxic, strange, weird thing. Like they're both so unhappy that they're addicted now to this unhappiness. Like this is what, it's like a prison. Like this is, this is our bid. This is what we signed up for. And I don't know why anybody would, would stay doing that. Life is too short to be unhappy. So anyway... Will um, Chris Rock just levels them and he uh, makes some good points like I don't know why they did that show either um, and when you watch Will's face through the whole thing he looks devastated I mean I don't know but Chris Rock got his revenge I did not think the bulk of the stand up was funny even at one point I just moved forward just to get to the Will Smith part um, oh man, let me go with the yards. Excuse me. I don't know. What did, was there even a little bit that, I don't know. I wasn't really enjoying it. I didn't agree with him. R. Kelly and Michael Jackson are not the same. Uh, he said people are hypocrites because, uh, you got people who, who, uh, won't listen to R. Kelly but love Michael Jackson. Well, Michael Jackson was accused, but he was not charged, he didn't go to prison. R. Kelly is in a whole prison right now. So to be fair, it's not just semantics. It's just your opinion. You know, same thing with OJ. You can keep calling him a murderer, but he's out and he's free. And he wasn't charged or convicted of that crime. So, uh, you know. But anyway, like I said, it wasn't cracking me up, but I love the Will and Jada part, which is like the last eight minutes. Because it's so sincere and so honest. And that's kind of like what people were thinking too. Like once you diagnose their situation, it's like, of course he was trying to really hit her, not him, but can't do that. So anyway, 
it was very good i enjoyed that did not watch it live but i did uh watch i watched that part at least three times because i thought it was hilarious um and good for chris you know he isn't a victim and i appreciate uh for you know it's nice but a black person who doesn't want to be viewed as a victim thanks because I'm really tired. We we are so overly identified with our victimhood, which is what I think happens every time somebody invokes slavery. You know, it's like, oh, we're the ultimate victims. Feel sorry for us. We're and I, I'm not saying it didn't happen, and I'm not saying it didn't have ramifications. But what what's next? How do we move forward if all we can do is keep thinking about our slavery past? And I get it. It was 400 years straight oppression. It's horrible. But you know, I I can't stay in that space forever. What what is our value now? I can't have on the resume of of being a black person, uh, ex slave, descendants of slaves. Like that that doesn't go on my resume. It doesn't even mean anything to me. I I don't know what it means to be a slave. I've read about it. I've seen movies about it. They make a ton of movies about it. But I'm not a slave. And that may be our history, but it's not our future. It's not our future unless we stay obsessed about it. And then you never know. You might find yourself subjugated. So anyway, uh, St. Louis City has a soccer team. Uh, Well, the region has a soccer team. It's called St. Louis City. And I'm excited because uh, there was a display on Saturday that just shows you the NFL is full of shit when they took our team away from us. Uh, and I get it. The Rams were probably just on loan to us anyway, but I hope we never experience experience with, uh, excuse me, experiment with another NFL team. We've lost two teams. Yes. Your favorite Arizona Cardinals used to play in St. Louis and now the Rams are back in LA. So it's like, fuck off. Like stop using us and pimping us for football teams, um, that we can get behind for a couple of years and then you take them away. Fuck off. So, um, there's that, uh, what else is going on? Just, you know, same old, same old. I really enjoyed that Chris Rock thing. Like I said, I, um, I think astrologically there's some good things going on this week. Um, but I, even aside from that, I just feel like there's probably some good opportunities headed my way. Uh, I've been working hard and, um, just ready to reap what I sow you know what I'm saying I've I've sown a lot of good shit and I feel good about these last I would say these last five years have been some of the most productive of my life uh the last 10 years have been some of the most transformative in my life um and maybe notch that up to maybe the last 20 years have been pretty transformative I'm I'm not the same person that I, I was in many ways. I'm I'm much stronger, much more resourceful. I wish I had had this mentality when I was in my 20s because I would be unstoppable. But uh, it didn't come in my 20s. It came in my 50s, <laughs> in my 40s and 50s. So, you know, just got to keep going and stay encouraged. And, you know, I want to say this to one of my friends. She was worried about uh, you know, she was just upset. She felt like she had to buy a new computer and things just weren't going well. And here's the reality. You know, when you're building things, sometimes you just have to invest that extra money into the equipment that you need and the resources that you need. And the only way to feel run down is when you allow yourself to get overwhelmed because you didn't schedule it properly 
or you know it's just the way you're looking at it you know get the stuff that you need if you want to build a business you're going to have to spend some money and if you have the money it's okay just spend it invest in your business invest in your education invest in in yourself that's how that's how you grow your business and it gets frustrating i've been frustrated too um right now i'm trying to figure out how to sell cbd i've uh, created a little ebook that i'm gonna sell and i want people to understand you know i've been screaming for two three years on this podcast about dementia winter it is a real thing it is really coming it's not gonna be like the africanized bees this this shit is really gonna show up and it's going to hit a lot of families we're looking at about 15 million families right now that has a, a one caregiver caring for a family member with dementia that number is expected to not only double i've even heard it go as high as triple you know so you're looking at millions and millions of american families trying to figure this out and we're not doctors and we're not nurses and it's hard my mom had a weird weekend she was kind of out of it really loopy and you know just looking at me and having no idea who i was um and she struggled. I mean, she had a really kind of a tough weekend. And, uh, you know, I know this is hard for her, but it's also hard on the caregivers because we don't know what to do. You know, CBD has been a game changer for me because, you know, my mom has so, my mom has always had anxiety. She's always been super anxious, really difficult to calm down. Um, and there, there, when that happens, it's, it's not foreign to me. I recognize it. But the difference now is there's nothing I can say to really calm her down because as soon as she gets calm, she doesn't remember that. She just remembers she's upset and anxious. And so being able to give a, a couple of drops of CBD then, that helps. In the afternoon hours, uh, like late, early evening hours, then we can produce the CBD gummies for sleep. And it's just been a game changer, guys. I mean, and I sh- I don't think you should be waiting four and five years to finally get something that really legitimately helps you. I had to hospitalize my mom because she wasn't sleeping and it was just getting worse. And they sent her home with a psychotic, an antipsychotic with a side effect of sleeping. Uh, it kind of evened out her mood a little bit, but she still didn't really sleep. And so this is a is a great thing. CBD has been great because it, it is taking the edge off and she sleeps. So uh, right now we don't have a sleep product and you might not need that. In fact, you might be good with uh, just introducing CBD for pain like I do and inflammation like I do. And we have that. So head to Evelyn CBD dot com, Evelyn's CBD dot com and uh, pick up some you know plus i need to get my first sale so go ahead and buy some <laughs> uh so i can learn how to fill your order it's evelynscbd.com uh it is uh just a labor of love and i want to help people i really do because i'm telling you those 3 a.m google searches of the hundreds that i've done that was the only one that uh produced something that really helped me in my caregiver journey so also like i said i've written a little introductory guide to cbd 
and dementia and, and for caregivers. Uh, I'm probably going to sell for like a dollar on Amazon. Uh, you guys, it's just worth looking into. This is going to touch a lot of families and a lot of people are going to be overwhelmed. I am a smart, capable human being and this has kicked my ass up and down the block for years. I've been doing this. I've been looking after my mom in some form for the last, I don't know, 13 years. You know, kind of just stepping up a little bit more every year. But the last five years have been a motherfucker. I can't even lie to you. I don't even know how else to phrase it. Excuse the French, but you know, I curse. Listen, they have really, it has been a lot. I've had to learn and evolve and grow. I'm a caring person. But caregiving for an Alzheimer's patient is something completely foreign to me. Like the fun thing about kids is you get to teach them things and they can carry those things with them the rest of their lives. It's not like that with Alzheimer's. And people will say, oh, it sounds like having a newborn. It's not. It's not like having a newborn. It's not like having a kid. Because you don't worry that your baby's going to get out of bed and wander down the street. You don't worry that your baby's going to uh, answer the phone and somehow uh, lose $100,000 in some sort of Ponzi scheme. You don't worry that your baby's about to burn down your house. Um, and you, it's, these sound like mundane, like, oh, <laughs> but it's not. It's true. Like, you're worried all the time. Like, if they have a telephone, anything can happen. And so many people are predatory. You, it's just, it's fucking terrifying. And then you're balancing that and you're trying to make sure they have their food, their medicine, their clothes. I mean, it's a lot. It really is. And then they look at you some days and they curse you out. They don't know who you are. They're not interested in taking their medicine. You have to wrestle with them. And it's just, it's a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. So if this can help anybody, if the CBD helps you as the caregiver and your patient, talk to your doctor. This is not medical advice. This is life advice, though. Uh, Go talk to your doctor. See how these things are going to interact with their meds. And, you know, just think about including it in in your loved one's life because this is... We're not doctors. And the doctors don't know either. FYI. So, I'm going to wrap it up there. Um, Again, EvelynCBD.com and life is very very good i am very thankful thank you for listening you guys are the best continue to like subscribe share forward this and let's just keep going on this journey together you know so be your best take care of yourselves all right bye